Hey guys, Norm from Tokyo Lens here. I hope this episode finds you well in whatever you are doing. Just a little bit of a leading to the episode. So for regular viewers or listeners of the Tokyo Lens content, you'll know that in July of last year, I left a corporate job to chase a life of producing content based here in Japan. Everything from the Tokyo Lens channel to the shamisen work that I do and everything in between. And today's content really focuses around loving that and loving life in Japan a little bit too much. You see, this is something that in in the content, I in the the episode itself, if you will, I struggled to really nail down into words, but I think it all comes down to right now. I'm loving doing what I'm doing more than anything because doing what I'm doing is exactly what I've always wanted to do, which is share the best of Japan with the world, and I love that I get to do that. Like I feel so in, just unbelievably fortunate and just filled with gratitude. And while that's kind of the message of today's podcast episode, I didn't really nail down that that's what was in my mind until I finished. So I kind of wanted to add this little part at the beginning, say hello. And uh, yeah, without further ado, because I've been rambling now for almost two minutes. And by the way, that's what today's episode is all about, rambling. So anyway, I'm just going to jump right in, in three, two, and you know what, let's just... Hey guys, welcome to the Tokyo Lens Podcast. And as always, if you are a regular listener, welcome back. So today's episode is going to be a brief one. It's going to be a really chill one. And it's basically just going to be you and me sitting here and talking. Let me set the scene for you. So right now I am currently sitting on the floor of what is to be my new office slash studio in my new place here in Tokyo. I moved in and right after moving in, like literally like a day or two after moving in, I hopped on a flight out to Vancouver, Canada, which we will talk about in just a moment. And as soon as I got back, I headed almost directly out to a samurai battlefield. Again, we will touch on that a little bit later on. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to cover today is is just the simple, simple importance of kind of pacing yourself and taking breaks, taking a little time for yourself. And that's really what this episode is all about today. This, you and me right here, just sitting down and talking, this is my reflective and meditative time. You see, I initially had an entirely different podcast episode planned for today. I had it all laid out. I had a beautiful article. It's actually a very, very interesting topic that I cannot wait to record. But as I set everything up, I just found that I did not have the energy to approach that topic in the way that I wanted to. But I knew that I wanted to put this episode up for you guys so I thought, what 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 are we going to do? Well, what we're going to do is this. We're going to sit down. We're going to reflect. 
we're going to talk. We're going to take this episode as just a little bit of a break because I feel like it's been at least a week, maybe more, since I put up the last episode and I didn't want to wait any longer. So let's start by talking about the move. So for a lot of people, moving house can be a pretty tiring affair. And I would say that for myself, it's not all that different, but it's been a lot of fun. The new place looks nice. The location is great, but there's also those tiny adjustments that come with moving out of a place that you've lived forever and into a totally new place. Even then it's the tiny little details like getting used to the lock placement on the front door whereas like the old door the the lock was in one position and now it's in another or opening the cabinets i'm used to you know a cabinet opening in one direction but in the new place the cabinet opens in the other direction it's all the tiny little things that you don't expect to wear on you but they do and when you're living trying to keep things more positive and trying to keep your you know your mindset in a great place it's easy to try and push those things down and let them be at kind of, I guess, suppressed. And it doesn't mean the stress goes away. It means it, it's still there, but you're not acknowledging it. And for all the positivity and positivism, which is the actual word, by the way, I, I don't know why positivity isn't a word considering how often it's used, but I'm sidebarring here, getting back to the main point for all the positive focus that I put on the Tokyo Lens channel and content, I think it's really important to acknowledge the fact that you're not going to be positive and happy 100% of the time. You're going to have bad days, you're going to have stressful days, and I think that's totally okay. You see, I have been back to back to back for probably the last four weeks straight, prepping for the move, uh, getting you know videos and other content ready, I've put together in the last two months, I think 16 to 20 videos for Yahoo Japan, as well as everything that I've done for Tokyo Lens, as well as the move. There has been a shamisen competition. There has been performances. I have traveled to Canada for a week. I have traveled out to the other side of Japan for that samurai battlefield. It has been nonstop. And the honest and true fact is, it's wearing on me a little. And I think that that is totally normal and totally okay. So today, to give you an idea of how I spent the day, today was spent unpacking boxes. I emptied out probably a good quarter to a third of the boxes in my house, which on one on one half feels really like, whew, I've done it. I've emptied out a lot of boxes. A lot of stuff is put away. But then when you look and you realize you still have three quarters, you're like, wow, that that that's a lot of work to do. And, you know, you start planning it out mentally and it all becomes this big, this big drain on the mental pool. And so what I did tonight is something that I have kind of, um, how can I put this? I haven't been allowing myself to do as much as I 
probably should. And that is just take an evening, kick back, and watch some Netflix. Um, now, this this here, I know for most people, this is a very, very normal thing. But before I decided to start YouTube and, you know, decided that at some point I wanted to leave the full-time corporate job, I decided it was going to come with it certain sacrifices. And my lifestyle before that was very much consistently the same thing. I would get home from work, I would work out, and I would watch Netflix. That was pretty much seven days a week. And I knew that with me putting all that time in the Netflix that I'd be able to make a lot of improvement in my life if I just replaced the Netflix time with shooting or editing or planning or something like that. And eventually I decided that the only way I'd really be able to go all in is to commit to it. So on this topic, you see, I have a very, very strong belief that if you want to do something, if you want to, whether it be come to Japan or whether you want to learn Japanese or if you're a Japanese person and you want to learn English, there's only one guaranteed method to attain basically any goal that you're striving for, which is take action every day. And when I say every day, I don't mean six days a week. I don't mean 27 days out of the month. I mean, take some action towards it every single day. There are no days off when what you're trying to do is in its essence a changing a change in your lifestyle. So this especially goes for people who are trying to learn a language. If you want to learn English or if you want to learn Japanese, this is a change in your lifestyle, not just picking up a language. The, the people who go and they study one day a week or two days a week and they feel like, oh, this is going to improve my language skill. I feel these people, either somebody has lied to them or they are lying to themselves. Yes, there are people who may manage to learn that way, but if it's not a part of your daily life, it's not going to become a part of you and who you are, which means your progress in that topic is going to be much slower. If you want to make genuine progress in something, doing it every single day is really the only way. And so... This has gone for me with everything from doing exercise to my shamisen practice to making content. You see, I'm at a point now where I am literally producing a piece of content for something somewhere every single day. Whether it be here on the podcast, over on the Tokyo Lens YouTube channel, whether it be on the Creators Yahoo program here in Japan... All in all, I'm doing something every single day. Now, this has been going fairly steady now for about two years. And it's almost two years now. Yeah, now that I come to think about it, we are in April of 2019 right now. And I started planning for the Tokyo Lens channel somewhere around April of 2017. I think I put up the first like official like you know Tokyo lens vlog somewhere around July 
of 2017. And so as of July of last year, when I left the full-time position, it had been one year. And that means this year will be two. Now, in order to get there, from April to July, I told myself I was going to cut out Netflix I was going to keep my workout time every day, but I was going to replace Netflix with either planning, shooting, or editing. And so for the three months leading up to me starting YouTube, I basically planned, shot, or edited something every single day. Now, for those three months, I didn't actually really upload any of it. I think I might have dropped one or two videos on there. They might even be still floating around on there. I have no idea. I almost don't even want to know. But I tried to see if I could live consistently for three months before getting into it. And then I started. And I really, really, really wanted to be able to build up the content and build up my life in a way that I wouldn't have to put on a suit and necktie and go into work, that I would be able to do something that I love. And so I stuck with it for pretty much 365 days, that one year until the day that I finally quit my full-time job. Now, at that point, I thought, you know what, it's it's just about time to take a break. But then I realized, why take a break if, if you're not tired? Why, why, why just, just keep going? If you have the energy, just keep going. And so that's what I've done. And I there have been periods where I've been a little more exhausted than others, but I've always been able to push through. But right now, I, I realize that through doing this, I've built a, a new mindset and a new view inside of myself. You see, it used to be when you're tired, take a break. That that was that was the normal thing. And it sounds like a very normal thing to say now that I sit here saying, well, when you're tired, take a break. But over the last, I'd say, two year period, I've I've tried to live by the the mindset that discipline creates freedom. That freedom itself is a product of discipline. And so rather than taking a break when you're tired, the goal is to take a break when you're done. And more often than not, um, you, you're never done, especially when you're doing something that you love. And that's something that I found from last July up until now. I have been full-time focused on doing exactly what I love. I love shamisen. I love producing content. I love photography and cameras. I love doing these podcast episodes. I really, really do. I love being able to sit down and talk to you guys and just share life in its purest form. And because I love what I'm doing so much, I'm never finished. There's always, and I mean always, more to do. But that being said, some pieces of content do take more effort, whether it be mentally, physically, or whatever. So playing on this, for example, so one of the benefits of the podcast in my mind is I like to be able to share a little bit with you guys that I don't really share in the YouTube vlogs or the videos themselves. 
So I want to tell you guys in advance a story that's going to be coming out on Tuesday, but I, I kind of want to share the, the behind the scenes or the background of it with you guys. It's a story based in this passion of doing what you love. And so at the beginning of this month, yeah, it was this month, at the beginning of this month, or the end of last month, somewhere around there, I was invited out to a dinner. Now, this dinner was, I think it was literally just called Samurai Night. And it was about one of the largest, if not the single largest, samurai battle that ever took place in Japanese history. Now, this was interesting for me because I've never really done anything related to that side of Japanese culture ever. I don't think I've ever put up a piece of content or even done the exploring side of things when it came to samurai. My absolute extent of it was probably watching The Last Samurai, which ironically is a Tom Cruise movie and really not the most samurai-ish of things. Now, I have, on the other hand, been out to, like, you know, Iga, the, the home of ninja in Japan, and I've done that whole experience. But the samurai side, amazingly, I never had. And so now that I've looped through and said the same thing what feels like 30 times, I will move forward and say that this was initially proposed as a sponsored video. So they're like, well, if you come out to this event, we will pay you uh, to, to make a video. And I went out to the event. It was pretty much just, it was a dinner. We went out, uh, they did a presentation. I got to try on samurai armor. I learned about the battle, which itself was really cool. But at the end of the night, I found myself feeling like there is absolutely no way that I can make a video out of this. And one of the biggest reasons is that this whole night was to promote an area, the area that this battle took place. But it's an area that in this this dinner sounded fantastic. It, it seemed like a really, truly interesting place to go because it's a place where you can see a major piece of Japanese history with your own eyes. You can see where a turning point in the history of this country took place. And it seemed incredibly interesting, but I'd never been there myself and was not particularly keen on the concept or idea of recommending it to you guys and being like, hey, um, they say you should check out this area, so maybe check it out if I've never been out there. And I, I, th I guess you get where I'm going with this. The simple fact is I felt like I had to go for myself. And so the part of the earnings from that job, I took it and I decided to do a day trip out to that area. And I did it as a day trip for two reasons. Number one, just scheduling all in all. I wanted to, you know, kind of keep things compact down to one day. And second of all, I wanted to see if it could actually be done as a day trip for anybody who's coming to Japan, like visiting and is only using like, for example, the Japan rail pass or something like that. I want to see if it was feasible to pull it off within a day. And so I went out to the area 
and you know, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I was, I was, I was going to give you the result, but the video is going to come out on Tuesday. Long story short, it was a very interesting experience. And because of loving what I do as much as I do, I put myself out on the line during this particular trip. And I reached out to somebody while I was there and it paid off in a huge way and totally changed the course of the day and the adventure itself. And so I, I just kind of want to give you guys a heads up about that one because it is going to be a lot of fun. But I found myself on the train on the way there and on the train on the way back still wrapped up entirely in the work. You see... On the way there, I kind of wanted to, to lay out a, a rough idea for the day. I wanted to look at the, the footage that I had from the dinner and see if I could use any of that and kind of see what parts of this area I wanted to see and kind of what would be interesting to me and maybe interesting to you guys. And so the ride there, which was surprisingly long, flew by in the blink of an eye. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I woke up at four o'clock in the morning to do this event, and I have a nomikai, which in Japanese is a drinking party, as a celebration for coming back from this Canada event that we did. And so that nomikai kicks off at like 6.30pm, so I am going to rest on the train on the way back. And so on the way back, I was so excited by how the day actually turned out and all the surprises that happened that I couldn't help myself. I opened up the laptop and I started putting it all together right there on the train on the way back. And so by this point, you're probably wondering, well, what, like, you know, I've been listening to this podcast now for some reason for just about 20 minutes. I'm still not quite getting the point. And the point is, is about to hit home pretty hard. Because you see, when I went out to that Nomikai, I crashed. I It was a Nomikai I was really looking forward to because we had all just spent a week in Canada together. And it was a fantastic and enjoyable week. We had a great time. We toured Vancouver. And when I say tour, I don't mean tour like a music, like, 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 a, like, like, you know, travel tour. I mean like a musical tour. We went around, we did performance in all these different places in Vancouver. We held several workshops. It was a wonderful time. And all of us got together to do this Nomikai. And in the second round of the drinking party, I didn't pass out or anything like that, but I just mentally crashed. I was done. And... I kind of, while everyone else was sitting there and drinking and having a great time, I just went dead silent. And by the time we got to the second location for the drinking party, I was completely checked out and wanted nothing more than just to go home. And I got home, I passed out, and I reflected on it the next day. And I think the the, the takeaway from it is I felt like it was such an incredible waste I had allowed the excitement of all the work and everything that I've been doing to keep me so busy that I forgot that taking a break and getting rest is 
part of the process. Now, I would say that this is one of the only times that this has happened in the past two years of creating content. But it's just there's been so much going on between the move and the Canada trip and making these videos and, you know, going out to the samurai thing. that I didn't want to stop. None of it was like, oh, I was pushed so hard that I was really tired and everything. No, 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 no. I chose every little bit of this. But I also completely forgot that, you know, taking a break is not only part of the process, but also just completely okay. And I think that, you know, every now and then we, we kind of need to be reminded. Because if I'm coming completely clean with you, that bullet train ride back to Tokyo was kind of 50-50. I definitely, definitely could have taken a rest there. I could have just shut my eyes, passed out, and called it like an evening, and then woke up, you know, in Tokyo, refreshed and ready to go and enjoyed that time. But a large part of me was also like, you know what? I'm still awake, and I'm not done we don't take a break when we're tired. We take a break when we're done. And I'd locked into that idea so much. And so the entire point of today's podcast episode is a, a reminder for myself. Like, it's okay. Take a break every now and then. Watch some Netflix. It's not that bad. You'll be all right. Take a nap. It's okay. Take a nap. You're self-employed. You can do that now. And... It's also a reminder to you. You see, life can be tough. Life, I think that that, that feels like such a useless and just ah, borderline obvious platitude. I, it didn't even feel good to say it. Life is different for every single person and tough for different reasons. Like you may be having the best day right now. You might have had the worst day yesterday. Things with family might be tough for you. Things with finances might be tough with you. You might have the worst, most stressful job in the world, or you might have the best job in the world, but you're just struggling with something mentally and you just, just not forgiving yourself for it. And today's episode, more than anything is a message to me and a message to you just saying it's okay to forgive yourself it's okay to take a break and things things will get better they always do get better and one of the reasons why i wanted to share this in the form of like a message to myself and to you guys is because while I was in Canada, I decided to take a little bit of time and go through as many of my DMs as I possibly could. I went through Instagram and Twitter. I scrolled through Facebook. I tried to open up and reply to as many of these direct messages as I possibly could. And during this time, there were a lot of people who the theme of their message was very, very similar. And it was, you know, I've been going through a rough time. Uh, your, your videos are a great escape from this or can be motivating or thank you for the podcast or basically, 
your content helps me get through something I'm struggling with. Sometimes it's really specific, like someone saying, you know, you did a video on should I go to Japan? And that video was like a motivating video for me. And for other people, it's more general, like, you know, um, one person reached out was like, yeah, you know, I, I just, I, I had a baby. And while I was in the hospital, it was some of your content that kind of kept me entertained and kept me sane. And I realized that it's it's not so much about, you know, me and my content and what I say, but it's more about the fact that as humans, we, we like connecting with other humans. We like knowing that we're not alone and we're not the only one who's struggling with something. And I think that, that that's an important message to have out there. The topic of self-care and mental health is a topic that, especially in recent years in social media, has become more and more prevalent. And I believe that it should because it's an important topic because it's something that cannot be overlooked. In a day and age where we are constantly, constantly encouraged to be putting out our best self, our most positive self, it's so, so tempting to just just toe the line in the same way that we would with a corporate job or something like that or toe the line with like a, a group of people that you know we're trying to fit in with or whatever it is we will toe the line in the same way on social media and i feel that people will either go one direction or another they'll either totally toe the line and they'll try and put the most positive version of themselves out there positive and they're so afraid that if they put out anything else that they're going to be judged or someone's going to jump on them or, you know, it's going to cause undue concern or something like that. So they, they bottle it all up. Or in the exact opposite end, there are people who are like, well, okay, I'm just going to go totally opposite and just, 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 just let it all out. And we see those people on social media, whether it be on Twitter or on Facebook, that that person who's pretty much just ranting all the time. And the point is, it's all, it's all about the balance. You see, that negativity, that negativity is, is, you know, it's one of those things that it's always going to win in the short term because it'll catch your attention. Negativity is absolutely positively catchy, which is why so many YouTube videos based in negativity and fear take off and go viral. And you know, obvious statement alert, I have friends who do YouTube. Oh yes, quite a few of them in fact. And some of them base their content as much as possible off of positivity. Some of them base their content off of to-do lists. Some of them base their content off of fear and negativity. And to be honest, the fear and negativity based channels, the people who go really heavy on like scary clickbait or don't do this or watch this before you go and stuff like that. Their channels always take off in the short term. Like their channel will blow up in like the first like year, year and a half, maybe even six months or less. They'll get a couple of those videos that go really, really viral. They get a hundred thousand views, a million views. Any of those videos that like kind of pull on people's heartstrings in the area of fear, those have potential to win in the short term. But one of the things I see with the channels that play on that too much is in the long term, people are like, oh, I'm kind of tired of this content, and they don't subscribe. And so while the person might get 
a channel that has you know a bunch of views on their videos, their subscriber growth either dies or dwindles, or they they basically end up not being happy because they, they you know they're they're in it for the numbers because they've decided well this is going to get my channel attention so I'm going to do this because this is what plays the numbers and then when it ends up affecting the numbers negativity in negatively in the long run that takes a hit on them and they're like oh what have I done and then it's impossible for them to reframe at that point because they feel like they're starting over on YouTube and at the same time I do know several YouTuber friends who laid out really really well balanced 90% of their channel is based in positivity and 10% of their channel plays on the fear they'll they'll do something slightly whether it be clickbaity or something slightly negative something that'll gain the attention and then people watch it and they're like whoa and then when they watch one or two more videos from this person's channel and see that overall it's a very positive channel they're like you know what i enjoyed this content i'm gonna subscribe so this is what i mean like while negativity may catch the attention in the short run we we have this natural understanding i think as humans that positivity is going to kind of win in the long run and I hope that that's not too much of an oversimplification for it but it comes down to what I was saying before about balance and the fact that you know if we feel all that pressure of positivity for the long run then we're afraid to share the negativity and yada 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 and loops all the way back to as humans, I think we're just uniquely and distinctly interested in the lives of other humans and making sure that, you know, we are not alone in the process, that we are not doing things the wrong way, that we are not the only ones struggling. And if I'm coming completely clean with you guys, it's one of the reasons why I love the comment section and love the DMs as much as I do. Honestly, I probably even at my best like day week month don't get to reply to even one third to one quarter of the dms that i get and i i kind of hate that because i'd love to be able to just contribute and reply to more of them but for me it's I feel really similar to one of the reasons why people love consuming content. For me, those DMs are my content. Those DMs are where I get to see the lives of other individuals. Maybe maybe it's a bit of gratitude. Maybe it's a, a story of struggle. Maybe it's just a funny joke or, you know, maybe it's there's there's all different kinds of stuff that come in. And when I read these it reminds me constantly that behind each one of those numbers, quote unquote, on the, on the, you know, whether it be the YouTube video or the podcast or whatever, that there's a person, there's a face. And so when I sit down to make things like this podcast episode, I'm able to kind of put a face to, or at least maybe, you know, put a little bit of a life image to somebody who, who I can say I'm speaking to. When I first started doing content, I constantly would imagine that I was speaking to my younger brother and that everything that I was doing when I was talking to the camera, whether I was talking to the podcast, whatever it was, that I was speaking directly to him because it's what created the most comfort in me. And now I kind of alternate. Sometimes it'll be speaking to him or sometimes I'll be speaking directly to you. That's right, you, you right there. 
Yes, I'm talking about you. I don't know what you're wearing right now. I don't know how you have your hair. I don't know if you're in your pajamas or if you're in your car driving to work. But whatever it is, I lock into one image. Whether you're working out at the gym, whether you're on your commute, whatever it is, I lock into one thing. You might be just sitting in your living room or doing the dishes with this in the background, but I lock into one image or one DM. And, you know, for example, it's a DM on Instagram. I love to check out people's profiles and kind of, you know, just build an image. Like, what is this person like, right? And so I will imagine that. And it's made it so that I feel that the content is much, much more interactive. And I feel like I'm making this directly for you. And I, it makes it really, really enjoyable for me. But that loops back to something that I said at the beginning, which is when you fall in love with what you do to the point where you really, really love it, you gotta remember to take breaks every now and then. So if today's episode had a point at all, at all, and it probably doesn't, to be honest. Today was just a chance for me to sit down and ramble, toss out a couple verbal reminders to myself, and hopefully share a little something with you, if not time more than anything else, because I kind of feel like I haven't put up a podcast in a couple days, and I'm just, I just kind of wanted to talk to you. So if today's episode had a point at all, it would be, if you're one of those people who feels guilty when you take a break or is kind of less inclined to take a break, it's just, it's okay. Just take a break. It doesn't need to be a long one. Sit down for 15, have a coffee, take a nap, close your eyes, do whatever you want. And if you're on the exact opposite end of the spectrum and you're like... Um, yeah, I kind of feel like that's all I do is, is take breaks. Uh, last thing in the world that I need is a break. I kind of need something to kick my butt into gear. My only word, my only word for you was kind of what I said there at the beginning. Pick something, I whether it's, you know, some language that you're learning, some skill you're trying to develop, whether you're trying to get fit and do one thing every single day day one thing it doesn't have to be like an hour of your day it doesn't have to be like half your day it can be a little bit every single day like when I was trying to get back in shape something that I don't think I've covered extensively on the Tokyo Lens YouTube channel is that before starting YouTube I was like okay I had a checklist of things I needed to do And one of the things on the checklist was I needed to get back in shape. I needed to get healthy. I needed to make sure that I had the self-control over my life that when I started the YouTube channel, I'd be able to continue. And so I'd say about a year before I even started planning content, I started trying to get in shape. And at the time, I was just over 90 kilograms, which is about 200 pounds, And I shaved that down quite a bit to way under what it should be. Um, But that was just to get my body fat down as low as possible. And then I started eating like crazy and working out like just insane amounts. I, I literally took days off of work, like used paid holidays. And don't tell anybody, but I used a sick day or two just to work out. And then I, I, you know, after that, 
thin back down again and found a nice balanced healthy level that I enjoyed but the point was is that I did it every single day for about a year maybe a year and a half there wasn't a single day where I didn't do some kind of exercise and that wasn't like a full workout every day like some days was an hour or 45 minute workout and then I had rest days once or sometimes twice a week but those rest days for me were still like it was, I'd still box off like 50 push-ups or 100 push-ups and like 50 sit-ups or something like that depending on what I had done the previous days and yada 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 the point is if you're looking to strive to achieve something develop something learn something then do something every single day but don't burn yourself out do not like if you're doing something every single day you can still you know take breaks and squeeze it in even if it's just a little bit like learning language is a big one like if you're trying to learn japanese or if you're trying to learn english and you know you're having a really long tiring day at the very end of the day if you just sit down before you go to bed and you're like okay here's what i want to learn tomorrow just open up your phone, make a list of like, tomorrow I want to learn this, this, this. And then maybe pull up a site or two or, you know, whatever. Just do a little bit of prep for the next day. Then you've done something that day and it wasn't super heavy or super intensive. You still get to take a break, maybe watch a bit of Netflix. So anyway, um, today, I don't know if you noticed, but I've just been rambling and rambling and rambling. Tomorrow... I have got to hit up four or five different stores within tomorrow. The room that I am recording this podcast from right now is not sound treated at all. There are echoes absolutely everywhere in this room. A lot of flat surfaces. And so one of my goals for the next month is to sound treat this room in a way that gives it a much nicer, less echoey, and more comfortable sound and feel. Uh, but for now, it is almost quarter after one in the morning. I just really wanted to get a podcast out to you guys. The next episode will be much more structured, um, slightly, if not greatly more interesting but for now thank you guys so much for joining me for today's rant and ramblings which to be honest i'm still not entirely sure if they made sense but the one thing i am sure of is that i had a great time doing them with you if you guys enjoyed this episode at all it really 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 does mean the world to me if you take two seconds to jump over to itunes and leave a review so if you've listened up to this point it's like what is it, like 40 minutes or something like that i would love it if you would just take just two seconds out of your day jump over to itunes leave a review um otherwise maybe listen to another episode or two thank you so much so much for joining me today. I hope that the rest of your day in whatever you're doing is absolutely spectacular. And you know, I will talk to you again real soon.